How's it going, folks? This is Joe Bookoff, the host of the Renaissance Man podcast. Thanks for listening and subscribing. I really appreciate it. Hey, this is episode 15, and in episode 15, I interview Sasha Daygame, a creator, content creator on YouTube. He has his own podcast. He has his own website. Fascinating dude. He does a lot of social experiments. Uh, was a pickup guru for a while. Helped guys understand women and talk to them and get more sparks, make more sparks fly between the sexes. Really interesting guy. He has his own conference called the Infinite Man Conference. There's a big authenticity guru. I think he's freaking awesome. This is a really fascinating interview and I think you'll like it. Go ahead and uh, subscribe if you haven't. There's gonna be a short four minute intro after which is going to be my interview with Sasha Diggame. How's it going, everybody? This is Joe, the founder of the Renaissance Man Network and the Renaissance Man Podcast. I'm the host of that. I wanted to share with you the intentions for this podcast and lead you into the content so that you know exactly what to expect and what to focus on. I want to help people live like a Renaissance man. Now, and nowadays, people either tend to be uh, a little bit okay at everything without direction, or they tend to be super focused on one particular career. But the art of being a renaissance man, free to do whatever he likes, but dedicating his life to the mastery of several things, and understanding that self-development has an infinite ceiling. That art has been lost, and so I want to help get that back into the world where people can become great mathematicians, become great uh, athletes, become great... Um, um, craftsmen, become great travelers, become great writers, become great at many things that inspire and make you feel uh, uh, like a capable and well-rounded man. Um, Self-actualize. There are values that I hold dear to my heart and that I hold dear to being the, the ideal of being a renaissance man, which is living with a sense of passion and curiosity and a hunger for growth, experiences, and knowledge. So I interview people that do these things. I interview people that are, in, that are good at something where I can share the things they're good at. I also talk about these values on discussion episodes. So please go ahead and subscribe if you haven't already. Or if you would like to hear the content to see if you want to subscribe, I totally understand. And you can listen to it and then decide afterwards. It's your choice. Um, And that is one of the easiest ways to support the podcast. Without further ado, here is today's episode. Hey, it's Joe from the Spot of Joe show. Uh, Welcome to the podcast. If you haven't subscribed, subscribe so that you can get this instantly into your notifications when you get it. Uh, Today, I have somebody that I've been following for a couple years. Uh, He, his, uh, his, uh, I don't know if it's a game name. I'm just going to call it a game name is Sasha Daygame. He's a cool dude, social experiments, comedian, pickup artist, really cool dude. Uh, I'll have him uh, uh, introduce himself. Hello, white and colored people, and Hispanics, and Asians. Hi, everyone. Let's just make it hi, everyone. 
That that sounds like a plan. <laughs> so you want me to do the hard work with my intro? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. You Why well, well, gave you like a little bit of a of a hurrah intro? Like, Very little with not enough sucking up to my ego, but it's okay. I can take it from here. Right, um. Cool. Yeah, it's funny. Well, you said pickup artist. I, I really don't uh, see myself that way anymore. Certainly, that was mm-hmm. a, a very exciting, wonderful part of my journey. Mm-hmm. But uh, just doesn't resonate anymore with with where I'm sure. at. But I would say that um, definitely comedian for sure. Not professionally now. Was professional for many many years. Just as uh, Alex the comic. Uh, all over the world. So, but that's that's a really big part of my of my personality is just you know pushing people's buttons and being funny and you know what I mean just entertaining myself above all else. It's mm-hmm. always been it's always been fun for me to to have fun regardless of what people around me think. It's just kind of been one of my things. <laughs> yeah, Some people totally. Have freedom, the ability to you know to to amuse yourself regardless of the opinions of others. That that's a strength of mine in, in comedy and also with with uh you know uh, what I'm doing now. Um. Certainly a dating coach. So since pretty much, you can say 10 years now, since around 2008, uh, professionally, we could say I've been uh, helping men connect uh, with women. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, originally it was really through pickup. Um, but even then, uh, the standard pick of, of manipulation and uh, trying to impress girls or telling stories or using your money or showing off, going to nightclubs, getting girls drunk, all these things felt totally wrong and stupid to me even then. Mm-hmm. And um, I kind of went my own way and sort of uh, was one of the founders of a, a movement called Day Game, which is simply the art of meeting and attracting uh, or really just meeting uh, girls during the daytime in sort of everyday situations. You know, you see a girl in a Starbucks or walking into a bank or getting off a bus or just stand, sitting in a park eating a croissant and you come up and you, and you talk to her basically, you know, hit on her. And, yeah, I'm uh, really curious. Take, take I want to dive into that difference because I know. Um, personally, I've, I've had my journey where I didn't do pickup for too long, but I was doing it for about a year and it felt very wrong. And I was trying to go into a more authentic place, uh, which it seems like it was part of your journey as well. And I'm curious about, uh, what, what you, what exactly the difference between day game and pickup is. So my listeners can understand. Sure. So you could say, you know, day game is just a form of pickup, just in a, in a club, uh, sorry, uh, not in a club, but there's different forms of, of, of day game as well. And uh, for me, it just evolved into, you know, after doing it for years and years and years, initially, yes, I just had certain, you know, you can say this, you can stop a girl like this. There were certain physical, you know, ways, like how do we actually stop someone from moving? How do we make a first impression? How do we get, you know, how do we get to know her? All these things, mm-hmm. flirting and all many, many, many skills involved, which I was teaching and, and my company still teaches. But it was always the the sort of uh, the background, the 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 goal, the intention was always to pretty much to get laid, right? Doesn't mean that some guys wouldn't go and get a girlfriend or whatever, but it really was pickup based. You, you're 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 talking to a girl with the sole intention of getting her phone number so that you can have sex with her. That was the mm-hmm. the bottom line, and so that in itself, even if you're you know even if you're being relatively straightforward, um, because you're actually because I would be direct direct day game, so it'd be like, hey, you're beautiful, you know, oh, what's your name? So it was obvious that we're hitting on girls, right? The way I was yeah. doing, it, at least, it, w- it was quite authentic, at least in that aspect. Well, other guys would pretend that they're just talking to them, and maybe they want to be friends, but they wouldn't even hit on the women, which is yeah. really stupid and a waste of time, if you ask me. But <laughs> yeah, but even 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 just hitting on girls relatively authentically, where my intentions were clear, even that became inauthentic because walking up to thirty girls in a day and hitting on them is a bit weird. And then, and then it changes the, the authenticity. It's not, it's not authentic anymore because you're going out there like a formula. All right, I'm going to talk to 35 girls today. And if I get uh, eight phone numbers and four dates and maybe I'll bang one chick, that's just fake. 
and and mm-hmm. it takes away from the real authentic connection of you're 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 if you're just living your life and you're a man who's you know just in charge of his reality you feel comfortable mm-hmm. uh, with yourself you know who you are and in those moments where you see a genuine opportunity to go up mm-hmm. and give a beautiful woman a compliment and try and connect with her and you take those chances that's going to come off really up that's real that's authentic yeah. that's 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 raw hey i you know i was just walking down the street i'm i'm going to meet a buddy and i i saw you and i was like blown away and you know i know you probably have a boyfriend and whatever but i just have to come over and find out your name that's real mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's authentic so so my teaching really went towards okay it's you know this concept of yes it's okay to go through a phase where you over you know get into social freedom overcome your fears because you know become more authentic mm-hmm. do lots of approaches you can learn get over the rejections get okay with girls saying i have a boyfriend i'm not interested fuck off you know whatever you want to mm-hmm. go through that phase but after you get through the other side Understand that it's not normal. It's a little bit strange. Drop it. Go back to being a normal guy. Work on yourself. Work on your beliefs. Work on who you are. Work on being the best version of yourself that you can be. And part of that is when you have an opportunity to hit on a girl, you're going to do it. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Yeah, I love that. I love that that view on things um, because that's one of the things I was struggling with uh, is that I would go up to girls and I got over the rejection and I, I do value the phase, as you said. I think that's a really good way to frame it. And, um, but in the end I was like, uh, I feel like the dude version of a slut. <laughs> I just felt icky. Um, and it's kind of interesting that you, de- that you developed that, uh, was that a result of your own, just, I guess, internal incongruence after you were doing pickup for a while or, or was it just like, uh, did you, did you purposefully create that? Um, it, it was just a natural, it was just a part of my, uh, evolution. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, after a while, you know, you're going out, you're hitting on chicks and you're having sex and it just gets kind of old. You're just like, what's the point? I'm banging all these chicks. You know, like they, most of them are, it's one night stands usually because, you know, girls don't yeah. really want to see you again because it, it feels kind of dirty and they know you just want to fuck them. So they're like, okay, yeah, I'll fuck this guy. It'll be fun. But, you know, they just see you as just, they know you're going, look, girls aren't stupid. They're not stupid. Yeah. They they know if you're coming up to her and hitting on her and trying to get her number, you, you think you're the only one. No, you they're, you're, they're not dumb. They know you're out there. This is what you do. You're a guy who goes and picks up chicks on the street, and you're probably banging other chicks. So if they if they like you and they want to fuck, yeah, they'll fuck. But they're they're not gonna they're not gonna, they don't want a relationship. They're not like yeah, that guy who's who's probably going around picking up twenty chicks a day. Yeah, I want him to be my boyfriend. No, <laughs> nobody wants that guy to be their boyfriend. You know. So yeah. so yes, yeah, so not real. And I, and 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 again, there and it's it, there was always a level of inauthenticity in it, and I didn't like it. Even though mm-hmm. the way I was teaching it, it was pretty. It was pretty authentic. It really was. It was just a, you know, I was always saying, "Be honest. Tell her she's hot. Let it be known you want to sleep with her." But yeah. going out there all day hitting on chicks, it's just fucking. It's a little bit weird. And so it naturally just evolved into you know, get over your fears, be 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 okay with your sexual desires, uh, and 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 it just naturally started getting into other parts of of your life. It, it was just you, you can't not because look. Once you conquer, this is something I figured out a long time ago, and I've I've got a kind of viral video where I, I rant about this, but. You know, once you destroy your fear in any one area of your life, so in this mm-hmm. case, dating, like conquering your fear of rejection and all this kind of stuff, it's naturally going to spread to other parts of your life. Yeah. Right? Oh, you, can't, totally. you can't go from yeah. being totally terrified of women and, you, and single and a virgin, and then a year later, you've got, two, you're, you've got a girlfriend in an open relationship, and then you're also sleeping with two other girls, but then you're going to be fat, and you're working a shitty job that you fucking hate. It doesn't make sense. No, no, it, it doesn't, doesn't make sense. Stress. You're either you're either, you're either going to get sucked into the shitty mediocrity, and you're not going to hold the frame 
uh, up, you know, uh, you know, to, to keep those women, or you're going to go, fuck this. I'm going to get a better job. Fuck this. I'm going to lose the weight. It doesn't make sense. Either you're going to continue to be awesome in other areas of your life and improve it, or you're not. It, you just can't be awesome in one area and shit all over the, everywhere else. It doesn't work. I don't know. It's totally true. Uh, the, after the year I went in the pickup and uh, got an awesome girlfriend, I went over my, okay, this is kind of interesting. I uh, went over my fears of, of height and I jumped off a 33 foot high dive. And in the process, I, uh, I chipped a couple teeth because when I hit the water, my mouth was open because I was screaming and I hit the water and I chipped a couple teeth. Uh, but then I did it again because, of course, I learned uh, I didn't learn. <laughs> and then uh, and then I skydive that year, too. So it's really true that when you go get over that huge fear, which is a lot of fear for a lot of guys um, of that social rejection, uh, nothing really seems scary to you after that. And I think that's kind of magical. Uh, it's very magical. It's very magical. And I, and I didn't really, um, I only really started to realize the the profoundity, if that's the word, or profoundness. Yeah. I, I don't know why, but I thought it'd be funny. Yeah. Profoundity. It feels hey, like uh, it's a fun word to make up. Here before, so. No, I like, I like it. Um, <laughs> I didn't realize that till around, I think, the end of two new words. New words is good. Um, at the end of, you know, I'd started teaching these courses somewhere around 2008. Uh, and mm-hmm. it was near the end of 2009 where I really realized that um, the social freedom aspect, the, the not giving a fuck, the really breaking free, that it was such a huge part of of demolishing that part of the ego that's, that stops us from, from you know, potentially making a fool of ourselves. Then, uh, and, and as I kept doing that, I realized the importance of, of, of just overcoming fear and that mm-hmm. overcoming fear in this one area absolutely spread to every er- other area of life. And that's why eventually after many, many years, up till about 2009, 15 pretty much being mm-hmm. full-time you know dating coach uh slash pickup artist i decided you know i don't want to do this anymore I'm, I'm this is not you know i don't want to teach pickup and that was my evolution and then from there i went and founded the infinite man summit which now is you know absolutely one of the most amazing things i've i've ever created uh bar none just fantastic yeah i saw some of your live streams from it and then you were also at the 21 convention right or was i just imagining yeah. that yeah yeah a few times yeah okay um, so that's, that's something I'm, I'm kind of curious about is how, like when, when you started doing these things, um, maybe even in your, in your comedian days, did you just start meeting people and connections were made or did you reach out or how did that work your, your evolution when it comes to your place and, and, and making these conventions and joining these conventions? Um, do you mean like other, other conventions or doing my own? Um, like like how did how did it happen that you got into the as a speaker in the twenty one convention? That's the question. Okay. Um. Well, I think I I just oh that's right. I actually remember the story. There was a guy, uh, yeah. So Anthony from the convention. He was. Mm-hmm. I heard that he was putting on a convention in London. This was back mm-hmm. in I think it was something like maybe it was two thousand eleven or I think it was two thousand eleven. And, uh, you know, I was just sort of starting to go viral, uh, around that time. That was, you know, the things were really picking up mm-hmm. on, on YouTube, certainly for me. And, uh, yeah, I just, I just literally, uh, found, you know, I, found, I knew about the convention. I think I'd known, I'd known about it or something. And uh, he was coming to London and I was like, oh, he's coming to London. Mm-hmm. I, I want to speak. And I actually reached out to him and was like, Hey man, here's who I am. And, uh, you know, I, I'd love to, I'd love to do a talk. I could, I could promote it. I, I do mm-hmm. have a bit of a following over here, so I'd be willing to, to help get the word out. And he checked mm-hmm. out my stuff and he's like, oh, yeah, yeah. You know, I think he'd heard of me before and was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Great, man. Sounds awesome. You know, you should come nice. do a talk. And I did a talk and it was fucking epic. It was one of the best talks I've ever done. It was the one on direct, uh, you know, direct A game on the street, basically. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, it's nice, it's interesting you say that because I remember I was never I was never really a uh, a shy guy at all. I was always extremely outgoing, but I was very 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 ashamed of my sexual urges. So when I started doing pickup, it was like me being the normal social me, but infusing it with a dose of sexuality. And I'm curious, um, how what, what do you what do you see as the block with a lot of guys? Like are most guys like trying to get over the I need to talk to people aspect or I need to be honest about my sexuality aspect or um I don't feel good about the fact that I don't have muscles aspect or like what 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 are a lot of guys blocks that listeners can can take and, and understand that they don't need those blocks. Right. Well knowing you don't need them and getting over them are two different things. Um, mm-hmm. but but awareness awareness that you have these these blocks is is a good first step. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a lot of stuff. It's a lot of stuff. Uh, I would say fear of rejection, not mm-hmm. being comfortable to express your sexuality, uh, sh- sexual shame, like feeling, you know, ashamed that you want to have sex, you know, mm-hmm. um, not knowing what to say, like literally just not, not knowing what to say. Uh, and mm-hmm. which again, goes into making the fear of making an ass of yourself, not knowing how to flirt, um, mm-hmm. not knowing how to be physical, not knowing how to lead the interaction. Um, and, and literally like, in some cases, a lack of confidence in your sexual ability. Like even if you, even if a girl did want to sleep with you, what are you going to do? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Uh, maybe, maybe fear that their dick is too small. You're going to whip it out and she's going to start laughing in your face. Um, mm-hmm. All of these things and, and then make up a million more because everyone's got their own personal fears. Bald guys are like, oh, maybe she doesn't like bald girl. Bald guys, short guys are like, oh, maybe she doesn't, she doesn't like short guys. Maybe I'm, mm-hmm. I'm too short. I don't, I don't have enough money. Oh, my car's not good enough. I've, I've got a Toyota. I can't pick her up in my Toyota, so what's the point? Yeah. Well, I, I can't get a date with this girl because I can't, I can't, I can't even take her anywhere in my in a shitty car. You know, mm-hmm. all these fucking things, and they're all ridiculous. They're all not true. They're all they're only as, they're only they only have power over you and become true if you truly believe them. Mm-hmm. Beliefs your reality. If you if you believe it, it's true. But yeah, so we 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 go about just crush crushing that shit. Yeah. Basically. Well, I, I want to go off that quote that you just said. When if you believe it. It's true, and I've been. I do a lot of mindset stuff on my blog. Uh, I don't know if you read any of the mindset posts, but one of my favorites is, um, I think the spirituality of driving on the road or something like that. Um, and that's just a very general, uh, like kind of thing about what you focus on is what matters. It's the direction you go in. And I'm curious about what you mean by what you believe is your reality. Well, it's just what you believe to be true. But the thing is, all, all truths are subjective, right? I mean, there's mm-hmm. some objective truths, like, you know, there is consciousness or that life exists. And there's some things we can all agree are sort of true, true. But, mm-hmm. you know, your own personal experience, your subjective experience, you're creating that in every moment, right? Mm-hmm. So if you believe in one moment, I'm not good enough for this beautiful girl I see sitting there across the street having a coffee, then that's true for you. But mm-hmm. but a moment later, you might add, you know what? I fucking am good enough. And in that moment, you might go up and, and talk to her and have a great experience. And then mm-hmm. guess what? Your reality is suddenly you are good enough. So, and the thing is, our beliefs are always changing. People think that, you know, we're always changing. We are change. Consciousness mm-hmm. um, is change. Life is change. The universe is change. The nature of God is to be changing. The all, it's, it's, mm-hmm. the un, it's the unchanging and the, um, and completely not changing. But again, we're going to get too, too esoteric now. But anyway, as human beings, we're always changing. That's for sure. So we can be consciously changing those beliefs into what we want, or we can just mm-hmm. be like, oh, well, I guess I just can't get chicks. You know, it's really, mm-hmm. it's really up to us to, to, to see the beliefs that are holding us back and then um, decide to change them, to, to, to consciously sh- shift them or destroy them or merge them into what we want. 
uh, yeah. so that we can get what we want and live life the way we want to on our terms. That's the polarity between masculinity and femininity right there. The change and then the not change. Kind of like the proton in the middle of the atom and then the electron zooming around it. One of them has no, well, the proton does have a charge, but it's not moving. And then the other, the electron is the change around it. And then the consciousness in the middle and the world changing around the consciousness in the middle. Kind of interesting. Yeah. Yep. How that okay, works. Sure. <laughs> Something I thought a lot about is, is the nature of, of, of the, electron kind of being the change and then the proton in the middle being the non-change and it's super cool to think about and it's it's super esoteric as you were saying um and it just kind of opens up the world to be like oh wait this is just a macrocosm of different microcosms um and then if you like go deeper it's like oh, wait it's the same thing but in a different scale it's kind of cool that's right mm -hmm. so um youtube i'm trying to do youtube and i'm really curious about your journey on YouTube and when it went viral, as you were saying, and what you think was part of that. Sure. Well, um, yeah, so my business was kind of just, you know, growing organically. Uh, I started out very organically, literally by just posting on old, uh, a forum called the London Seduction Society, which was just like a BBS system or not mm -hmm. BBS, but more like a forum. And I guess, I guess the, the young kids these days, you know, you're 16 now listening to this you have no fucking idea what i'm talking about but if you're over 30 you probably have an idea um you know or even 25 you know people would just go and chat in these rooms and they it, 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 it's like facebook but it, but you know specifically like one form would be for like one topic you know muscle muscle building or mm -hmm. production or what cars or whatever it's like still reddit exist, before actually. reddit exactly exactly kind of like that and yeah i was just posting up about my day game and my success and girls i hooked up with and all this kind of stuff and it just kind of grew organically and some people were following me on that, I started a blog and some people followed me to that. And eventually when I was like, okay, you know, people are paying, you know, paying me money and blah, blah, blah. Uh, and you're going to need a website. So I got a website up. And then one day, uh, there was a few other players on the scene in those days. Uh, mm -hmm. There was a, a guy called uh, uh, Yad who, who was doing a lot of day game, a guy called uh, Andy also um, who started a website called, uh, uh, well, daygame.com. Uh, it's mm -hmm. kind of semi defunct now, but basically, um, Andy one day is like, hey, let's let's go out and film something. Mm -hmm. This is before I had any videos really on YouTube. I, I'd had a couple like really stupid ones of just me like joking around or, or you know what I mean? Like nothing, <laughs> yeah. nothing, nothing, nothing in field. It was just some retarded uh, video of me. Just, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? But anyway, he's just like, yeah, let's let's go and like film, film something. And he had this camera. I remember this, this old camera mm -hmm. he had. And I was like, all right, you know, well, yeah, sure. And so we went out and then uh, I saw this, uh, this cute girl and I said, all right, I'm going to, you know, I just I just was going to go talk to her. So I just went over to this girl and he was filming me and I just came up to this one girl and I was just like, Hey, uh, you know, you're, you're, you're really hot. And she's like, thank you. I was like, Geez. and I got down and I think I spoke to her just very, very briefly. Uh -huh. And then I, uh, I got down on my knees as, as a joke and I was like, you know what, you know, let's get married. And I got down on my knees and said, would you marry me? And then she said, I have a boyfriend. And then I literally, as I was on my knee, uh, I was like, I, I put my hands up in there and I was like, no, and I was like screaming. <laughs> There's some version of that joke. You know, it's just basically the joke was, was me screaming. And, and so it was just really funny and she thought it was funny and, and we giggled and whatever. And I, and I hugged her or something and I left. And that, I didn't think much of it. It was just me for yeah. dicking around basically. That's yeah. all it was. But he filmed that and stuck it up and it got like 10,000 views. <laughs> nice. <laughs> it was like 2010, I think. Nice. You know? And uh, I was like, oh, okay, there's, there's, something to, there's something to this. Maybe I should, you know, actually like properly go and hit on some chicks and film it. So I went mm -hmm. out and did that, and uh, you know we we put up uh, we put up one video, 
uh, and it, it started getting some some traction. And then another day, I was I was out teaching uh, one of the courses, uh, one of the day game courses, and uh, it was a beautiful sunny day. I'll never forget. It was just this gorgeous day. All the mm. students were happy. They're all running around. I had other another instructor who who, who was helping me teach, and I had my camera guy with me. And and literally during the course, like people are literally on the course, I just something uh -huh. in my in me just snapped. I saw some beautiful girl, and mm -hmm. I said to him, Hey, all right. Film everything. Film me. I'm just gonna go crazy here. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna fucking hit on some chicks. <laughs> yeah. And I just ran after one girl, and then I ran out, and then I got her number or, or didn't whatever, and I went to the next one and the next one. And I just literally went on a rampage for I guess about an hour. Uh, <laughs> yeah. or, or no, no, it wasn't an hour. It was. I think it was. I think it was like 20 minutes. It was only mm. that's right because we didn't. We didn't. It felt like longer, but I literally just went boom, 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 girl to girl to girl to girl, hitting on loads of chicks. We he filmed the whole thing, mm. and we we sat on that footage for I had a lot of fun. And uh, yeah. we sat on that footage for, I think, about a week, week and a half. And some little voice in my head was like, just put the whole thing up. Uh -huh. Don't edit anything. Don't cut out any rejection or, or anything. Just just put up the whole thing. So I just told my editor, you know, dude, don't edit anything. Just just put the whole thing up. And mm -hmm. he did. And sure enough, that video kept growing and growing and growing and growing and growing. And yeah, that that's kind of the video that everyone end, ends up, a lot of people ended up finding before that, you know, nice. how they discovered me was through that video. Yeah. So it, it's it's just uh, it was just like an authentic thing for you. You're like I'm just gonna fuck around and 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 film it, and it seemed to ha hit a note with the people that you were. Uh, you were it, talking it hit to it hit a much it hit a much bigger note than I was expecting to be honest. You know mm -hmm. I, I didn't realize I didn't realize it was gonna be that big, uh, and change so many things. Um, I really didn't. It, in in the day game culture, I only realized later it really was like a like a cult classic, but a cult classic that actually changed the that created an industry. There weren't day game boot camps. People weren't paying it. People weren't really doing day game. And everyone I told it about it thought I was insane. Like it was just, it wasn't a thing. It really wasn't a thing. Like you had yeah. to go to nightclubs to hit on girls. That's how it worked. Yeah. Um, so up until that point, and then I found out years later, you know, a little bit later that some huge YouTubers that are, you know, some of the biggest channels on YouTube, they got their inspiration from me. They've, they've told wow. me this years later. They're like, oh yeah, we, we saw your channel and we're like, oh my God, this is amazing. Why don't we just go and hit on chicks and, you know, and then let's film a bit just for fun. And then nice. they ended, and there's other channels that ended up doing much, much better marketing than me. Ended up way bigger than I, you know, fifty, hundred times my size. Mm -hmm. But it came from that video. It came from from that video. So it's pretty, pretty nice. crazy. Nice, nice. Oh, and my uh, other, my other awesome. thing I wanted to say was, go, was go, that go. um, it it wasn't the, it wasn't the pickup. It, yes, okay, yes. It was like okay, people were like, oh wow, you can pick up chicks during the day. But that wasn't the only major part. The other major part was I was okay being myself. And expressing myself by hitting on girls and being outrageous and making stupid jokes and dressing silly and basically not giving a fuck. It was yeah. more the entertainment factor and the fact that I just really didn't give a fuck and that I was bold enough to hit on chicks as well. That was the the package. And and only actually, honestly, even recently, like in the last few weeks, I've realized that that the authenticity of what I was doing and the self expression and how that inspired other people. Uh, I've only really realized this recently, and actually now I'm more inspired to go out there and do more in field stuff and be more myself without necessarily hitting on girls because I'm not really out to get laid now, but just mm. me being myself and interacting with people, that is actually my gift to the world that I'm entertaining and I love enlightening people and having fun and expressing myself and being socially free. That's who I am. And actually in the next months, you're going to see a lot of that kind of content from, from me. Nice. I'm excited. I'm excited. And that's so cool that you just realized that it was, it was like a freedom thing. That's something that I feel like when I'm very free <laughs> this one night. Uh, this one night I was I was out with my friend. Uh, there's a place here in Austin. Have you been to Austin before? I have been, sure, a couple of times. Okay, have you went to? Uh, have you been to Hotel Vegas or Volstead? Uh, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Okay, it's Probably a place not. on uh, East Six, and uh, I remember there's this one girl who had a 
I was just I was just fucking around and I wasn't trying to get anything. But there's one girl who had a who had a um uh some some uh um it was like a school uniform on and I went and I tapped her on the shoulder and she was dancing and she looked at me with kind of like a little bit of an angry face because she didn't know who I was and I'm like oh just letting you know what the essays do on Tuesday and then I just went went ahead and danced somewhere else and she came over she's like what essay I'm like well you know your school essay and then she slapped my ass it was really funny <laughs> but that's one thing Everybody that I noticed is that mm-hmm. yeah everyone on, likes to no it's fine that's one thing I noticed is that it's just that that um that that just freedom to just fuck around even if it could offend somebody like even your intro in this in this uh in this podcast was hilarious and i'm sure it offended people and if it offended you unsubscribe because you're not my kind of follower but that was just hilarious was has that always been you or have you purposefully allowed uh, you know pushed yourself to get out of your comfort zone that's actually a good question. Um, I'm not sure I, I really have a definitive answer for that. I, I was always funny. Like when I was even a kid in school, I would I would do things. I'd make people laugh. I'd do little, you know, ridiculous things. So yeah, that, that was always that element. But for somehow through my, I don't know, my soul kind of knew that I was supposed to become an entertainer because, you know, when I was 15, I saw comics on the TV doing stand-up and I knew uh, I'm funnier than this guy. I'm going to do this. I knew it. <laughs> and I started doing it. And so obviously when you start doing comedy, you build up a pretty thick skin. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I did comedy for most of my adult life. I was a stand-up comic. So, you know, yeah, I, I, I worked on it, of course, uh, in my craft. Um, so I had, I had the natural gift and I worked on it a lot, we could say. Mm-hmm. And so that, that's become the, the guy I am today who likes to joke around and have fun and, yeah, we'll say what he wants to say. So it, was, it had a seed in you, your un, un, uh, untamed self and you've developed it into something that is, is authentic and uh, effective. I don't know if effective is the right word. Entertaining. There we go. Yeah. Entertaining. Yeah. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Well, cool. Um, do you have anything you want to share with the audience? Just any, you know, just, I don't know, shameless self-promotion if you want. Sure. Not so much self-promotion as much as just, a, just an overall message. You know, if you're, if you're a guy and, um, you know, you want to, or, or, or a woman, to be honest, because most of the stuff I say actually applies to both sexes. I just happen to be, you know, working with men because I'm a man and that's just kind of the way it went. But, um, yeah, whatever, whatever it is in life that you, that you want to do or achieve, you know, I I would just say, um, there's nothing stopping you from doing it, but you just have to take some chances and you have to be okay with failing. And, um, you know, it's good to put yourself out there verbally with jokes, uh, taking chances, um, doing things maybe that other people would think are a bit strange. It's usually good. You know, most, most people are sheeple and they really just follow along the herd. And if you are willing to take a few chances and risk, maybe, failing and maybe offending someone uh, but if you're willing to take those chances usually you won't offend anyone usually you won't fail you'll, you'll get much more success and you'll go much further in life with everything whether it's dating or business or try or uh your spiritual journey whatever it is um just t- just just going for it and um and it's really it's really be- a beautiful thing and and you know don't get too caught up on it like you know success or money or any of these things it's all these are just societal constructs you know the, the only level of success i measure myself by is Am I living more authentically, more in my heart space, and more true to myself today than I was yesterday? That's it. It's the only thing that matters. And I would just mm-hmm. encourage everybody out there, if you're, if you're not doing what you love with your life, to really take the time, use Google, you know, how to find your life purpose. Google it, read books about it, you know, meditate, do whatever you got to do, go on the spiritual path, 
um, figure out why you're here on the planet, because when you get in alignment with who you are and you're actually, you're, you know, your being resonates, you're happy every day because you're doing what your purpose is. You know, you're living it. Life is full of joy and contentment and everything lines up. The universe aligns and everything you could ever want comes to you um, because you're working with the universe. And th th this is why the I've gone heavily, heavily in the last few years down the spiritual path. And that's, you know, because it, it is it is the most it is the most important thing. I love it. <laughs> I love it. I love that. I've actually been looking into alignment myself a lot re more recently. Um, so I wanted to, to thank you for coming on and, uh, and sharing your time with us, uh, us, me, us, I guess us is better. Um, and, uh, yeah, yeah. Thanks, Sasha. So, so it has been good. I like what you're doing. I like the reason I agreed to do this is because, you know, I, I also looked at your site and it was quite authentic. You were coming from a real place. And for me, that's, that's just the most important thing. And I'm happy Thanks. to support anyone who, who, who does that. Um, and I think now it's time for the shameless plug. So infinitemansummit.com. That's my men's event. My uh, my old pickup site, which is being redone to be more authentic and in line with who I am, is still sashapua.com. And then my spiritual podcast, which is fucking epic. It's uh, www.woke.as. It's the woke as fuck Ooh. podcast. And for anybody who wants to get into their heart and learn to love and accept themselves fully and uh, get in alignment, it's, it's a beautiful thing. So um, do check that out. Nice. I love that. I'm going to subscribe to it right after I sign off. Yay. I'm really excited. Subscriber, baby. Woohoo. Woohoo. And also, if you guys are listening to this, you love this podcast because you're at the end of this helmet form. Uh, 30 minute podcast. So subscribe because you know you love it and share it with your friends. Hey, thanks for listening to the episode. In the earlier episodes, I put all of these sponsored ads at the end. In the newer episodes, they're in the middle. So if you're listening to one where it's split, some of the content before and some of the content after, uh, stay tuned and your content will come right after these messages. Otherwise, thanks for listening and please listen further to help figure out how you can help the podcast grow. Number one way, subscribe. Wherever you are listening to this, hit the subscribe button either with your finger or the mouse, or if it's the future and everything is mind controlled, do so with your mind. That way I can attract better uh, sponsors and earn more money from the sponsors that I have so I can get better content and go to better conferences. I am right now about to go to CES. For each two hour conference or so, I tend to get about four interviews that means people that I contact that I actually record and that we continue to uh, publish an episode. I contact more, but in the end, I get about four. Now, this is going to be four days, and this four-day experience is going to probably net me at least 20 interviews. Now, when it comes to other ways to support the podcast, email list is one way to support. Go to the Renman Network. What you will get is exclusive content right to your inbox. You also get to stay on top of the developments of the Renaissance Man Network. And you get to stay accountable in your journey of becoming a Renaissance Man by being reminded of Renaissance Man values and challenges that I will put out to the email list. Another way you can help yourself, oh, let me just circle back. The way you sign up to the email list is therenmannet.work slash uh, nothing, actually. Therenmannet.work is T-H-E-R-E-N-M-A-N 
net.work and either click on join the newsletter or a pop-up will come up and you can just put your information in there. Now, another way is to get a journal. That is a hand-bound journal. I bind the cover of the journal with leather or another cloth. You get to choose if I have other cloths available. Sometimes I do, sometimes I don't, but either way, I have full leather, real leather covers available. Leonardo da Vinci had one of my hand-bound journals, one of the best Renaissance men out there. And the best way to cultivate self-awareness is to have a journaling habit. I did that for three years straight, missed only one day during those thousand plus days. I will share exercises where you read one. Sorry. I will share exercises where you need one. I wrote a script for myself and I can't really tell my own writing. I share exercises where you will need one. Need a journal and a journal also doubles as a sketchbook if you're looking to use it for art work. You can get that at the store at therenmennets.org slash store. That's T-H-E-R-E-N-M-A-N-N-E-T dot W-O-R-K slash S-T-O-R-E. And as of now, they are $50. There are some... Uh, if you become a patron, you get a free coupon for that. So um, to to segue right into that, if you want to support the podcast on a financial basis, what you can do is become a patron. It's at patreon.com. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot C-O-M slash the Renman Network. T-H-E-R-E-M, sorry, R-E-N, M-A-N-N-E-T-W-O-R-K. And any anywhere from five to a hundred or more dollars a month. What that will do is that will allow me to do this for more of my time, I'll pay for my time. I will be able to buy better recording equipment, and I will be able to go to better conferences like the one I'm going to next week. Now, I thank you for listening to these uh, these sponsored messages by my uh, for my my projects and. I encourage you to support this podcast in any way you can. Subscribe, uh, sign up to the newsletter, buy yourself a journal, do yourself a favor for your own development, and support the podcast. Allow me to create better content for you by going to our Patreon. Uh, without further ado, here is our sponsor for this episode. And that's it for today's episode. Thank you for listening. Just to remind you of some ways you can support the podcast. First of all, subscribe. Second of all, you can um, you can join the email list. That's at therenmanatnet.work, T-H-E-R-E-N-M-A-N-N-E-T dot W-O-R-K. Click on join the newsletter. You can also buy a journal that's on the shop at the Renman Network. So therenmanatnet.work slash shop, or sorry, slash store s-t-o-r-e slash store and also you can support the podcast on patreon that's patreon.com slash the renman network t-h-e-r-e-n-m-a-n-n-e-t-w-o-r-k hope that you enjoy yourself and stay tuned for the next episode